Hello, everybody, and welcome to Gentlemen of Funko with me, Mike Sartain, and my friend, Andrew Forrest Baker. Hello. What's going on, dude? Not much. We are going to pick out some Funkos today. Yeah. Um, if you're new to the show, we've been doing this uh, for the last couple months or so. We will uh, have Andrew pick a Funko from my collection of about 250. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about uh, this individual and uh, maybe learn some new things. So uh, I'm going to throw it over to Andrew. Who are we who are we gonna pick? Oh, I already decided, especially with Christmas coming up. Um, Gizmo, the Mogwai from Gremlins. Gizmo, the man, the cutest, <laughs> the cutest little thing of the '80s, I think for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I was obsessed with Gremlins. Me too, as man. A child. I think that was the first movie that, like, I really really remember mm -hmm. you know uh i think maybe right around there might have been uh indiana jones um and the raiders of the lost ark yeah i think very shortly or very maybe right before that I, I was pretty aware of that movie but yeah as far as like just scanning my memory like gremlins is like the first thing that like i have like kind of that norman rockwell like you know like <laughs> eating popcorn, you know, on the couch watching Gremlins. Oh yeah. Such a fucking great movie and it, and it's I think one of the things right off the bat that's interesting to me is in this world of revamps, prequels, sequels, aside from the original series of movies, no one's ever touched Gremlins. There is a television show. Okay. On HBO called The Secrets of the Mogwai, okay. which is like a prequel cartoon. It's on HBO Max or just Max now. Um, all takes place in Asia and them coming over from a parallel world sort of thing. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's okay. been... It's, they, they almost made a third movie, uh, but that just never... Yeah, came to fruition, but um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of like keeping the 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 two movies, Gremlins One and Gremlins Two, like nobody's tried to reinvent them mm -hmm. for today, and and maybe that's because they were they were pretty dark for yeah. the time already. Um, they they can't do the edgy dark revamp of them if mm -hmm. they already included things like someone's father dying in the chimney while pretending to be Santa Claus yeah. and, <laughs> you know, cute little creatures that multiply when they get wet and turn into monsters if they eat after midnight. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like, I think also I, I'm definitely seeing a memory of like not being scared of Stripe, but still mm -hmm. Stripe kind of embodied like what i would view something just horrifying as you know right. like he really and you know we'll, we'll stay on gizmo but just briefly uh stripe is actually standing right next to gizmo he is and he still just you know like i i I don't know if it was like the texture of the puppets that they use but you know how they always kind of look slimy oh, you yeah. know and and like 
I just remember that and like the teeth and everything. Wow. And, and yeah, like you're right. It, it, it was very like jarring imagery and mm-hmm. something that almost like could only have gotten away with in like the seventies and eighties. Right. Well, and um, that they used actual puppets Yeah, and it wasn't CGI that it's like, these yeah. are creatures existing in the space. Like it's, uh, it just has a special place in my heart. Yeah. I don't think I could take a, a CGI gremlin. Right. You know, that's, yeah. that would it, be crossing a line of, you know, that's Jurassic Park era for me. I'm just mm-hmm. like, we, we shouldn't have done it. <laughs> um, but yeah, as, speaking of the puppets, uh, was do you know who what company did? Uh, was that Spielberg or? I am not sure. I, I know the movie was written by Chris Columbus. Okay. Um, and Chris Columbus, did he... Uh, I mean, I, I know he's done a, like a million movies, but didn't he do? I, I could be totally wrong about this. I've already been wrong several times, and we're only ten minutes into this fucking thing. <laughs> uh, did he do Ghostbusters? No, um, I think Ivan Reitman did. Uh, did Ghostbusters? Did Ghostbusters. I could be wrong about that too, y'all. I'm wrong all the time about many, many things. <laughs> um, the puppets were just so lifelike and uh going back to gizmo like everybody like wanted a little pet gizmo we did i that's i i wanted that doll and and i got that doll yeah um absolutely loved it carried it around with me everywhere and um you know i had a younger brother who it the the original had a little voice box in it so that when you squeezed him or shook him it would make yeah. little gizmo noises. Yeah. Um I I guess I irritated my younger brother because he ripped the voice box out of it. Oh no. Um, <laughs> and I was so upset. So That's pretty dick um, move. Yeah, well, you know, we were young. Yeah. And but so my parents got me the doll that was released subsequently for the second movie mm. uh, to replace the gizmo from the first. Um, no voice box in that one. Oh. Um, but I still have it to this day. It's really? sitting in the guest room at, at my house. Uh, That's just, awesome. You know, a <laughs> little happy little mogwai. Um, I, I, I'm looking to see who did the puppets. Um, and I am not able to find it, but I huh. did just find what something that I didn't know. Mogwai is actually Cantonese for devil. I think I knew that from uh, listening to the band. I think I found ah. that out. Great band, by the way. Yeah. I think to me, uh, Gizmo kind of represents like going back to like that, that kind of pet that you wanted I've always wanted some kind of like crazy exotic pet. Of course, you know, now I have Laszlo. Yes. And and he's awesome. But you know, like even even growing up, like I've always wanted like a monkey. Oh yeah. Or, I wanted a monkey. So yeah. Like, or a, a tiger, you know, but but obviously a trained declawed <laughs> defanged tiger. I've I have a lot of could have been of, Tiger King yeah. in another life. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a lot of requirements for my tiger, you know, it's <laughs> um, but I, I almost feel like that was sort of rooted towards, towards Gizmo in a way, because I, yeah. I watched that movie so many times. And of course, you know, like 
I told myself the same lie that every kid told themselves, like, well, I wouldn't get him wet. Right. You know, of course. <laughs> I wouldn't feed him after midnight. I would yeah. take, he would just stay a cute little. Well, and the thing <laughs> about Gizmo himself is that he actively avoided trying getting wet he, right. he knew the rules he was around, the only one that had any sense right he knew the rules around his species <laughs> and tried like avoided the food avoided getting wet yeah. um it was an accident and you know all the new little mogwai that popped out like mm-hmm. of course became stripe <laughs> became and stripe yeah um they devoured that chicken they waited till midnight to devour that chicken (laughs) you know they 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 knew what was coming they wanted it but he didn't like he was the embodiment of innocence Mm -hmm. whereas they were the embodiment of everything i i don't want to even say evil just chaos right like like the the you know the funkos that you have allude to the movie theater scene where they've got their 3D glasses and mm-hmm. all the gremlins are there and they put on Snow White mm-hmm. uh, to keep them like captivated. Yeah. And, but they're throwing popcorn and chugging drinks and like just being like rowdy monsters mm-hmm. in a theater. Um, yeah. And Gizmo's actively trying to avoid all that <laughs> through the whole thing. Um, yeah, I, I see a pretty direct parallel between that and and just myself and my personality (laughs) you know it's like i am this like super sweet good-natured kind of guy but i will change very quickly if i get wet you know and (laughs) and not even like 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 i'm talking physically i'm just saying like on a purely emotional level you know where it's just like okay like i'm i'm good as long as as i'm here but just don't fucking throw anything at me or else like <laughs> you know all hell is gonna fucking <laughs> the break monster loose. will come out <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, i think uh going back to the pets thing too like i i think now uh you know i've i've i feel like i've conquered the reptile world and staying along with like you know the the exotic pet what I now want is a miniature cow. I I have heard this about you. <laughs> You've seen these things? Oh, they're adorable. They are adorable. But <laughs> dude, they, they don't need that much space, man. I mean, we'll get some hay. There's a little barn already right there. We have it on our property. You have dude. it all planned out. We're set. Yeah. Yana's like, how are you gonna get him up the stairs? I'm like, I'll take him around the house. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought this through. You've got it all worked woman. out. And you want you want a Highland miniature, right? Yes. The the woolly ones, yeah. the furry. The big fuzzy yeah. ones. Yeah. They're adorable. They are so cute, dude. <laughs> but uh I, I wonder if there would be any any sort of like gizmo like after effects of me owning one of those things. I mean, granted, I'd I'd spoil my animals rotten, so God knows what right. what kind of little cow that would grow up to be. Um, but I have been trying to quit eating beef and I think that would be like the nail in the coffin for that. Like I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't eat a hamburger and then go and pet my little, my <laughs> little, little cow. cow. <laughs> yeah, that, that would probably, that would probably be the thing that ended your meat consumption. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or at least your beef consumption. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have a whole little menagerie of animals yeah. hanging out at your house. Well, I mean, it seems to have worked well with the garden. 
you know, yeah. because I'm always, Yana's always on my ass to eat vegetables and we have a garden. I don't eat anything out of there because <laughs> they're our pets. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back, back to Gizmo. What else can we say about Gizmo? I don't know, man. He's kind of, he's, he's a tough one because he doesn't, he doesn't have any dialogue. He just kind of makes cute noises and looks, looks, he, he communicates with his facial, facial expressions, expressions, you know, yeah. but. I mean, I think even that is just such a, a throwback to like how good those puppets were and the puppeteers and mm-hmm. just like in general, like what they were doing with puppets right back then, you know, because like I feel like around that time, you know, stuff like Labyrinth, uh, you know, never ending story, yeah, all that stuff that just had these like super amazing uh puppets and stuff like that and then of course like fraggle rock and oh yeah and all, all that good shit but um did you ever watch gremlins to the new batch i think surely i must have yeah. and and i'm sure that if it happened to be on i'd, I'd recognize it mm-hmm. but i i couldn't tell you i i really just know the first one it, it's i loved it personally mm-hmm. um it did kind of jump the shark a bit yeah um they're they're in New York City, in a okay. like Trump Tower sort of place. Why does it always <laughs> end up in New York at Trump Tower? You know, um, but there's there's like it's got like a shopping mall and like labs above it, and somehow Gizmo ends up in this lab and he's being studied, mm-hmm. and they get him wet, and you know all hell breaks right. loose and. The characters, uh, Billy and um, everybody from the original, end up there to try to rescue him. Um, but the 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 gremlins, because of the lab, even evolve further and are singing and dancing. And <laughs> there's the bride gremlin, and they do a whole like New York, New York number. <laughs> I remember that <laughs> um, for sure. It's yeah. It's, bizarre and i could see why a third one didn't get made because yeah. it, it, it doesn't have the heart that the original mm-hmm. had um but it's it's still a fun fun yeah. time you know that that does seem to be like the avenue for for sequels of that time it's like well yeah. let's do exactly the same thing as the first one but let's put it in New York. Right. You know, like let's put Kevin from home alone. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's somehow Boston, try to sell that these fucking parents who like should be in jail, <laughs> <laughs> like from the first fucking time, do this shit again and leave him in New York. Right. <laughs> and then ironically, he ends up at Trump tower as he well. Does. He does. <laughs> and like... even Donald himself is there. Well, you know, Ugh. that's that's a thing of his. I, I read that uh, he insists uh, that if if a, a film is shot in one of his hotels or casinos or whatever, that he gets a he gets to be in it. <laughs> I guess that's what made him yeah. somewhat popular. The, the, the television megastar that he is today. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's so funny, you know. Like, I mean, I know, I know that the guy ran the country, but I, I can never not know? think of him. He <laughs> sat in the seat, but I can never not think of him as just like a TV 
star. Like, you know, like right. I still, even to this day, when I look at him, I just see like, you're fired. Right. You know, like I just, <laughs> like I, 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 I just don't even connect to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> anyway, back to Ugh. gizmo, back to gizmo. Um, what do you think? What do you think Donald Trump would do if he had a mogwai? Oh, he would oh, we, force it to eat after midnight. Yeah, and what am I saying? That's the easiest <laughs> fucking question I could have possibly asked. <laughs> Turn it into a racist. He'd, he'd probably get. He'd probably make him like a like have like a gremlin beauty pageant or <laughs> right. something that he, yeah. he which could judge. they kind of did in the sequel. Oh, they did. <laughs> I mean, not really, but you know. Well, maybe they maybe they let him on for that one to be a writer as well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think with that we have thoroughly examined Gizmo. Unless you got anything? Oh, I got one more thing. Um, uh-huh. We were just uh, recently in uh, L.A. and I, when I post a photo of it, I'll I'll make sure to tag them because I I can't remember their name, but uh, it was like a little pop up event um in hollywood and we were walking around waiting for the funko store to open and we just kind of nicked into this little place and this was the largest uh private collection of uh movie costumes and props um and this this guy had so much cool shit like the actual clothes that like jack nicholson wore uh in the shining he had like one of the suits that Heath Ledger wore. Um, he had Halle Berry's uh, Catwoman suit. And wow. the guide told us actually something very interesting about that, which uh, Halle Berry could only be in that suit for about 20 minutes at a time because the suit was so tight that it constricted constricted her, her skin. Wow. And her skin couldn't breathe. And so like she would have to get out of the suit I think they'd have to put. I think the guy might have said like like baby powder or something. Yeah. On her to like keep her skin from like fucking going insane. Ugh. And just like what a massive pain in the ass it was to shoot that movie. I imagine because it probably. I mean, God knows. Like when you look at the suit, it's like you know it is what it is in the movie. It's yeah. fucking skin tight. It's so skin just like tight. even to get her into the thing probably took like 40 minutes yeah oh you know? i'm sure and then it's like you got 20 minutes to shoot or then like the, the way that the guy described it to us was that like it would be a life-threatening situation for her mm-hmm. if she were in that thing for too long so and it just must be the Catwoman curse i heard a similar story about michelle pfeiffer and her Catwoman. really outfit. like she would had to be sewn into it i and, heard that too yeah yeah you know um, but anyway, this guy just all, just tons and tons of just spectacular stuff. Um, and he did have uh, an original gizmo wow. um, that was used in the movie. And uh, he had a stripe and a couple of the other ones. Um, wow. And I remember the guide saying that a lot of the other ones besides gizmo and stripe are from the second one. Okay. Um, but yeah, I got some photos of that. Like, oh, that's awesome! Oh my god, dude, that was another thing where like I was just like walking through, just like not paying attention to anyone, like <laughs> fifteen yards behind everyone else, just like taking photos and stuff like that. Like, is he as cute in person as he was he on is. the screen? He is, and and he is accurately sized as well. Oh, so, really? Yeah, he's only he's maybe a foot and a half tall, Aww. maybe. It's like meeting a celebrity. It, it was. I totally. <laughs> and and 
this thing was kind of set up to where uh like some of the stuff was interactive mm-hmm. in which the guy had a remote on him and so he would be like and if you look over here and then he'd press the button and like you know like a dinosaur head would move or something like that oh, and so awesome. it was meant to kind of like startle the audience yeah and i was so just like <laughs> not even paying attention at these like things that were scaring the shit out of everybody else in the room were going off i was just like it's et come over here it's et <laughs> oh, that's awesome <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, wow. so, dude, so much stuff. Like they had uh, such a treat. To it be was able to see man. all of that. Yeah, and you didn't even you didn't know about this place. Yeah. You just popped in. Just literally, yeah. just walked. It, it started to rain, and we we're like, "Well, let's go in here rather than stand in the rain." Yeah, and oh, uh, that's awesome. I mean, I love the the Alien and the Predator movies. Mm-hmm. Tons of aliens, a uh, bunch of Predator suits. Wow. Um, they had some. Uh, some masks that they would make, uh, you know, for, for stunt doubles mm-hmm. to where that, you know, it's to where they look like the actor that they're, that they're doubling for. Right. And they put these onto the mannequins that, uh, had the clothes on them that this collector had purchased and they looked exactly like them. Oh, and wow. so like there's, I'll, I'll post this one on Instagram too, but there's one of, of Heath Ledger that looks just like, just, I mean, it's him. It's ridiculous. Uh, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll get those. Yeah, I'll post those up on the on the gentleman of pod uh, handle on Instagram. You guys can find us there, and you guys can also find us on the World Wide Web <laughs> at www.gentlemanof.com. And I think with that, we are going to say goodbye. And we will be back with either a new episode or a new Funko soon. Later, y'all. Bye.